Holly G with the Golf Insiders. It is the beginning of the 2022-2023 PGA Tour season. They are teeing it up in Napa, California, sipping some wine and enjoying the Silverado Resort as we begin the new wraparound season, the last wraparound season. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and to break it all down, because there's still a lot going on with the rest of this golf season, Bob Herrig from Sports Illustrated. That would be SI.com. Hey, Bob. Hello there. How are you, Holly? Well, barely caught our breath, as we say, this time of year. But uh, that will change in 2024. But we've still got to go through this madness. And there's still a lot of golf left to be played, Bob. We've got the uh, Fortinet uh, Championship this week. We've got the Live Golf event, which I know you're at, at Rich Harvest Farms in Chicago. And uh, coming around the corner is the President's Cup next week. So um, let's let's just start with the new season. Um, 28 rookies in the field, as well as... Uh, you know, some names uh, that probably want to want to break through and start their season off right, like Ricky Fowler. Yeah, those 28 rookies also should have $500,000 in their bank account, given the new uh, the new edict that the tour put forth that everybody's gonna gonna be assured of making $500,000, and the rookies get it up front. So, um, you know, that's kind of a nice way to start. Takes a they little pressure off. Yeah, they they go to Napa knowing that um, their expenses are paid for, and, and and obviously they they need to make that back now. They need to make beyond that before they'll get any more. But um, uh, it's um, it's a step in the right direction for the tour. You know, we we tend to focus on the big money guys, but the guys who are just starting out, you know, um, it's expensive. And there's no guarantees. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the underlying things that's been lost in all of this kind of bickering and stuff is that, um, you know, you're a professional athlete on a big stage and uh, you're you're being asked to front the money to go compete. So now at least they don't have to do that. And, and as you noted, there's also some other people trying to get off to a good start. Look, it's, it is the last wraparound season, but – the stakes are even a little higher because you're going to have to be in the top 70 now to make the playoffs, not the top 125. And I've used this example a bunch. Taylor Gooch, who's now a live golfer, had a great fall last year, and it propelled him all the way to the Tour Championship despite missing all the golf after June 1st, J Tour, including the playoffs. But he had a win at the RSM. He had, I believe he had four other top 11 finishes in the fall. And so these nine events this week, the next week's the President's Cup, and the eight more, you know, it's they're still pretty meaningful. There's 500 FedEx points to the winner. And frankly, you know, they're, they're getting away from this because it's sort of, you know, it's problematic because if you really want to ever take time off, you know, and you want to take time off in the fall or if you're a European tour player and want to play in Europe, you're going to get behind, you know, because you're not playing any of these events. And uh, so 
it's a good move, I think, that they're making next year. But we've got one more year of it, and still, it's going to be there's going to be some intensity trying to get into the playoffs next August. I mentioned that you're at the Live Golf event uh, in Chicago. Uh, interesting finish on Sunday over at the BMW PGA Championship in Wentworth. Uh, Shane Lowry beating out Rory McIlroy and uh, John Rahm. Uh, but, you know, I think you could say uh, another win for the good guys, Bob, in this whole uh, disruptive golf world that's going on. Yeah, you know, a couple of the so-called bad guys to try to make it interesting. Um, you know, Patrick Reed shot, what, 63? I think he had he missed a birdie putt on 18 for 62. Uh, Gooch was up there and actually helped himself a lot. He he moved up, I think, from 46th to 35th in the world rankings by finishing fourth. Uh, and, you know, uh, Lowry got it in. Uh, Roy had an eagle putt to tie that he narrowly missed. It was pretty compelling final day, a really good tournament as usual. And you know what? They played 54 holes, and I don't think anybody was too bothered by it. So um, it's kind of funny how, you know, how ultimately what matters is the competition. And it was a great competition. They they uh, they had a heck of a tournament. And, um, you know, Roy's been on a nice run here lately, obviously, playing some pretty good golf. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, Shane sort of, you know elbowed him and said, okay, you won enough, dude. <laughs> but, uh, right. you know, they're, they're certainly very good friends and uh, clearly uh, fun, to, fun to see the Irish cream rising to the top. It was, a, it was a big win for Shane. I think the first one since uh, the Open Championship, right? Really kind of surprising, you know, to go three-plus years. After a major. Uh, right, and... You know, I, I think he felt some pressure to get another one, you know, um, to, to add on you know, because, um, you know, he had some he had some stretches there where, where he really wasn't in it much. This year has been different. He's, you know, he had a, he lot had of a good great finishes. chance to win. Yeah, he had a great chance to win the Honda. He was in the mix at uh, Hilton Head. Um, you know, he, he's, he's been up there a few times, and so this time – he got it done in the DP World Tour's, you know, biggest tournament and, um, you know, kicked off. That's their first event to, for Ryder Cup qualifying uh, for next year. This week's event is at the venue of the Ryder Cup next year. Right, the um, Italian so, Open. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good golf being played on the DP World Tour here coming up. You know, they've got the, the, the Dunhill Links. Uh, coming up. I mean, there's some good golf. And um, so it's, uh, you know, even even though it's football season, there's still golf being played. Yeah, there is. So the, they're, they're playing uh, the, um, the Italian Open in Rome at the Marco Simone Golf Club, as you mentioned, site of the 2023 Ryder Cup. And it was interesting, Rory, uh, in his press conference said it's, it's, a line in the sand for uh, perhaps the European tour now to move forward and, you know, build their uh, next team of, of uh, stalwarts in terms of the Ryder Cup. 
And I, I think he made a good point. He did. I mean, um, you know, there's been a lot of angst about the live guys. But, I mean, let's be honest. Were, were Poulter and Westwood really going to be part of the next team as players? Um, I think Sergio would have been, given his history, you know, the, you know, the, the, the leading point earner ever in the Ryder Cup. Um, but that's now in question. He certainly didn't help himself the way he handled matters uh, there by withdrawing and not giving a reason and then showing up at a at a college football game. Yeah, I um, mean, that was, a, that was a bad look. What are you thinking? Um, yeah, and uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, listen, no, no problem going to the game if you're if you went home. But I mean, how about give him a reason? You know, do the right thing, or actually, if there is no reason, do the right thing and play. You exactly, because um, he, he took somebody's spot. And I know it happens, guys, when guys shoot a bad first round and they feel like they've got no chance to make the cut, and then especially given the circumstances where the second round ended up being canceled and they don't, you know, he doesn't know if the tournament's going to last until Monday probably, just decided to bail. But when you're him in the middle of all this and Liv is trying to get started, all you do is call, bring negative attention to it. There's just no defending it. You know, I mean, I saw some people try to defend it. Well, you know, didn't other guys are draw? Yeah, they withdrew and they all gave reasons. You know, and maybe their reasons were shaky, but they gave reasons. They also don't have a, a track record, you know, and... Uh, and he's certainly you know, he, over there, you know, he's looked up to, he has, you know, been a you know, leader on the European tour, uh, you know, face of the Ryder Cup. And, you know, it just, he just, um, you know, what a misstep. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's unfortunate. And, you know, as, as, as to the Ryder Cup, you know, Roy made a good point. You know, they, they, they've got a young core they need to build around now, uh, including himself. You know, Roy's got a lot of Ryder Cups left. Um, you've got Shane Lowry. Uh, you've got Victor Hovland. John Rahm. Um, John Rahm, Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, possibly a guy like Terrell Hatton. Um, you know, there's 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 five or six right there. Fleetwood. If 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 you know, Tommy Fleetwood, if they can get if they can, if they could get Francisco Molinari back in form, obviously to play in Italy. That would be huge. Um, they've got some other up-and-comers uh, that could be part of it. And, you know, for all the, you know, for as big of a win as that was for the U.S. last year, you know, they've lost some of their, their key guys. You know, Dustin Johnson was the number one point earner. And, uh, you know, Bryson played a big role in that win. Kepka had a pretty good Ryder Cup. You know, Reed, who wasn't on that Ryder Cup team, is the guy that, you know, we might have thought could be back on another one. They're gone. You know, now the U.S. has plenty of depth. Scheffler and J.T. Spieth, you know, there's there's plenty of good players. You know, Morikawa. Um, but um, I, I just don't think it's going to be that easy, uh, despite that big lopsided win. And, you know, they'll get over their next year 30-plus years uh, since last winning in Europe, wow. which is remarkable. Yes. You know, so um, it, uh, 
it, it, it's funny the the Ryder Cup never disappoints, and here we are. We're talking about it a year out. Yes, and on that same topic, uh, we do have another team event coming up next week at Quail Hollow, the President's Cup, which poor Captain Trevor Emmelman, I feel for him, given the fact that half of what probably would have been his captain's picks also went to live golf the week before. Um, What do you think the chances are for the international team? They're playing as the super underdogs. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks pretty bleak. I mean, to not have Cam Smith, to not have Joaquin Neiman, they clearly would have been a big part of it. Um, possibly a guy like Ustazen, who's got a lot of experience. Um, you know, Brandon Grace, maybe. I don't know if he would have been if he would have been a pick or if he would have made it. Um, you know, even somebody like Lahiri, you know, could have been part of it. Uh, so they, you know, he made six picks last week, and five of them are rookies. You know, they've never played in this before. And, you know, they're not used to the format. You know, the, the, the U.S. is going to have a bunch of people who have done this. The U.S. has a very, very solid core of teams, like with, with uh, Shawfley and Cantlay as a team. You know, Morikawa can play with, with uh, just about anybody. Um, you know, he could play with, uh, you know, they could probably put him with one of the, one of the younger guys or a newer guy like Max Homer or Billy Horschel. I mean, certainly you've got JT and Spieth as a good team. You know, so they've got, like, probably three really solid teams already. And then you've got a couple of hungry guys like Homa and Horschel who've never done this and, and are really chomping to get out there and have had pretty good years. Uh, so, you know, the, the U.S. team looks pretty solid. And, uh, you know, I don't even think I mentioned Tony Finau. You know, right. who's, who's been on several of these teams now. It's, um, you know, I, I, you never say never because golf is strange, especially match play over 18 holes. But, um, you know, it, it has the makings of, of, uh, of a route. Although, you know, if, if the international players can show up and just not care, so to speak, in other words, just play up the underdog role, don't worry about it. You know, just, you know, maybe maybe having that mindset helps them, you know, and just, you know, just go out there and see what happens and don't worry about the result. You're expected to lose anyway. You know, if we look at some of these uh, recent additions on the international team, we saw that great win by Tom Kim, who endeared himself to many after that comeback win. You have Mito Pereira, who should have, for all intents and purposes, have won the PGA Championship. Um, you know, Christian Basudenhout, he's he's a darn good player from South Africa, often in the mix, and uh, as well as Sebastian Munoz, uh, the Colombian player, who he's he's a strong player as well. So uh, I, I, I would I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be watching our backs if I was the U.S. team. They've got plenty of really strong um, talent on that team. And, you know, led by Hideki. Let's not forget Hideki Matsuyama is on that team. Yep, Adam and Scott Adam Scott, who's been playing great. Um, they've got some good teams, too. They've got some, you know, 
he's he's got some you know one of the things that's been difficult at times is matching guys up you know but there's a couple South Koreans he can put together you know that helps you know language matters um, and you know sometimes guys are a little uncomfortable because they don't know each other that well um, you know so they they they've got they've got that ability um, and Adam Scott's a you know leader obviously they're going to look up to him. Um, I, I, you know, I, I certainly don't discount it. You know, I, I think one thing that hurts is they play for two extra points in the President's Cup than they, do, you know, that are, than the right. Ryder Cup, and that that means that there's just more t- ability to uh, to to sort of exploit depth. You know, instead of instead of the, um, you know, there's 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 uh, five matches. The first two days, which is basically the equivalent of one day, whereas the first day of the Ryder Cup would be eight points. You know, there's ten over the first two days, and then on Saturday they're down to four and four, which is what the Ryder Cup is. The, the big difference is those first two days. There's an extra match, and you're required to play everybody at least once that day, so you can't hide anybody. There's going to be somebody sitting out. Uh, you know. There's going to be two players sitting out a match, um, each of the matches. But, you know, in the Ryder Cup, you can sit out four. And you don't have to play anybody, you know. So it, it just it makes it that much harder for the internationals because their their depth isn't, isn't just quite as strong. But, again, I just go back to it's not like these guys are chumps. They're professional golfers who are really good, have had great seasons, and they've got nothing to lose. Go for it. Absolutely, and uh, can't get enough of match play, um, like you said. Football or not, we still got plenty of golf left. The Champions Tour has six more events. Uh, Padraig Harrington winning his third event, and uh, Bernhard Langer shooting his age. I mean, come on, these guys are good. <laughs> yep, they sure are. Padraig's making the most of it. He's been playing great. So who's your pick for uh, Napa this this weekend, Bob? Yeah, you know it's um, it's it's got a collection of all different types of players. Homa's defending, right? Which you know I actually kind of like Max because he's he's coming off a strong um, uh, tour championship. You know he finished fifth, finished fifth in the FedEx and. You know, really played nicely those last two events, and and um, I'm guessing that that he wasn't one who just shut it down. You know, he wanted to keep it going. He's playing this week and next, and then I I believe his wife is due, so he's got he's got you know these two big events coming up. I I, I have a feeling he's pretty highly motivated this week to to uh, you know to perform well again. It's gonna it'll it'll really bode well for for 2023 if he has a great week. Yes, and and speaking of boating well, I mean, you look at Max Homa, Will Zelatoris, these young guys, just how thoughtfully they have been speaking about, you know, the PGA Tour, the competition on the PGA Tour, and, you know, the importance of, you know, the the history and, uh, you know, the majors, the world rankings, all of it, I would say, you know, again, uh, the tour is very deep, 
as we talk about it week to week. What, 21 first-time winners, I think, last year, Bob? The thing, you know, Liv has created opportunity. There's going to be more guys that step up who we probably don't know about yet, and, and they can make a name for themselves. It's, I think that's the way these guys should look at it. Hey, look, it's more chances for me. And, uh, and, and, and step up and, and create new stars. Well, we always appreciate your time. Bob Herrick from SI.com. Enjoy the Windy City and the cool weather. Thanks so much.